Hello. Welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. You are listening to our story segment. Currently, we share stories from Waging War, the third section of Hithopadesha. The final episode of the Waging War section is one of betrayal. How did we get here? In last week's episode, Chitravarna, the peacock king, marched with his army to start a war with Hiranyagarbha against his minister's advice. Unfortunately for him, his impulsive actions resulted in losing many officers. Just when he thought he had to accept defeat and go back to his kingdom, his minister gave him much-needed advice. This time, Chitravarna listened and locked the gates of the Swan King's fort. What will happen now? Let's listen to the story for all the details. Betrayal and Defeat Hiranyagarbha's minister Sarvagya replied, Your Majesty, right now we need our men to fight with all their might. And the best way you can inspire them is to reward them. A king who saves even the tiniest speck of wealth, like it was a thousand gold coins during normal times, but spends lavishly at the right time, will always be wealthy. Hiranyagarbhai expressed some doubt. But is it really wise to spend all that money now? Shouldn't we be saving it for when we need it badly? Your Highness, will there be a more critical time for us? Ask your treasurers to gift the soldiers with gold, treasures and clothes based on their strength and courage. This is the time for you, the king, to be generous. Knowing they are appreciated will inspire the men to believe in you and your cause. Don't make the mistake of dismissing Chitravarna's army because they are small in numbers at this point. Even a small but motivated army can win a large but dispirited one. They were interrupted by the crow Meghavarna. He bowed low to Hiranyagarbha and announced, Your Majesty, your foes are at the castle entrance. Let me fight with the enemy. I can repay my debt to you on the battlefield. Oh no, interrupted the crane, for he had never lost his suspicions of the crow. He was sure there was some betrayal behind his sudden arrival in their midst. We must all go to fight. We can't stay hidden in the fortress forever, can we? A crocodile is intimidating and powerful, but it is possible to defeat the reptile when it leaves the water. So too the lion. Out of the forest, it is as weak as a jackal. Our enemy is fighting in an alien land. They'll be easier to defeat here than if we were fighting them on their soil. Besides, a king must supervise his army in battle. If the soldiers don't see their king lead them, they won't respect him or his cause. Have you seen how a dog becomes as ferocious as a lion when its master commands? Your Majesty, your presence will give them the inspiration they need on the battlefield. Sarvagya 
spurred the king on. Encouraged by his minister, Hiranyagarbha, Mehigavarna, other warriors made their way to the fort's entrance and fought fearlessly. As the battle raged, Chitravarna became more and more uneasy. It seemed like the Swan King and his army were more than a match and couldn't be defeated. He pleaded with the vulture. You promise me that we will win this war. Do something. End the war. Let victory be ours. The vulture held up his hand. Your Majesty, we must understand what makes the enemy weak and then act. It is possible to destroy the opponent's fortress if the conditions are right. For instance, if the fort is not strong enough to last a long battle, not well protected, or if the general who leads the army is neither brave nor clever, or if the soldiers are fearful. But none of these conditions apply here. Where it is not easy to win in open warfare, we can always hope for treachery and betrayal to help us. I have my spies in place precisely for this reason. I will see what they can do, but you must wait for the solution. Most of Hiranyagarbha's soldiers were drawn to the battle at the four gates of the castle. Inside, it was quieter with fewer men about. Sarvagya was right to be afraid of betrayal. Somewhere along the way, Meghavarna had left the battlefield. The crows, seeing an advantage, set fire to the buildings within while all was still dark. Panic-stricken cries of, The enemy has taken the fort! The enemy has taken the fort! filled the air. There was pandemonium everywhere as tongues of flames reached high and spewed smoke. In the blink of an eye, Hiranyagarbha's soldiers glided into the surrounding waters to escape the fire. But the swan king couldn't make it to the lake. Chitravarna's general, a rooster, attacked and surrounded him, cutting him off from his soldiers. The Saras crane swooped in to protect his king, but the swan waved him away. Sarasa, it's too late. Get into the water and save yourself. There is no need for both of us to dry. Crown my son Chudamani as your next king with support from Savanya. But the Saras crane was not going to back down from his sworn duty. Oh no, your majesty. Don't you speak of such things. You will rule your kingdom for as long as the sun and the moon are around in this world. Moreover, as the general of your army, it is my job to protect the castle. To enter the fort, the enemy must get rid of me first. What's more, who will I work for after you? It isn't that easy to find a master who is patient, open-handed and recognizes others' worth, like you? The king replied, I admit that, but the reverse is also true, my friend. It is not easy to find someone who is truthful, hardworking and faithful to work for you either. The Saras crane spoke again. Your Majesty, it would make sense to leave the battlefield if there was a chance to live forever. But everyone must die at some time or the other, isn't it? Why should I desert you now and bring shame to my name? Our life on earth is but brief, and what is life if it is not lived with honour? 
No kingdom can survive or thrive if its king is in danger. I know my duty, and that is to save you, no matter the consequences. Without you, the people in your kingdom cannot live a prosperous life. Even Danvantri, the doctor of the devas, can't make a man live forever. If I don't die today, I will another day. Just as the lotus follows the sun, posing its petals at sunset and blooming at dawn, your men will follow you. If you die, they die. If you succeed, they succeed. Did the war stop as these two discussed their duties and what the general must do? No. It raged all around them, bringing Chitravarna's army closer. The rooster brought its beak down forcefully at the swan king. But the Saras crane leaped between the two and with a mighty shout, he pushed the rooster into the lake. That was the end of the rooster. The loss of their general infuriated the enemy soldiers, who then flew down on the crane and killed him. No one stopped Chitravarna as his army entered the castle and looted all the treasures. Poet sang of his bravery and praised him. The vulture had kept his promise. The crows had delivered the kingdom of Karpuradvipa through their betrayal. Chitravarna returned victoriously to his base. There was a moment of silence as the princess who had been listening to Vishnu Sharma thought about the story. The Saras crane's sacrifice had moved them deeply. That general, the Saras crane, was so admirable. He shielded his master with his body and saved him. Their teacher nodded solemnly and prayed for its soul. May that brave Saras crane be blessed by the devas for someone who dies bravely in battle finds his way to Devaloka. And now, my princes, you've heard all that is to learn about how to wage war. Vishnu Sharma ended the story and looked keenly at his students. Had they understood his message? Would the lessons in these stories serve them well when they grew up to be rulers of the land? The princess bowed to Vishnu Sharma and thanked him. We enjoyed listening and learning about how to go to war. Then their teacher blessed them. Let me add, may kings not have to go to war with their elephants, horses and infantry. May their enemies always run away. And may they have good advice from their elders. With that, my friends, we end this section of the Hithopadesha. What do you think? Is there something for us to learn about how to live our lives from the stories about facing war? We do face many conflicts, big and small, throughout our lives. Learning to problem-solve without rushing into action will cause minimal damage to our friendships and relationships, isn't it? Understanding how people try to influence us in good ways and bad ways teaches us about life. We learn to appreciate our friends more and be careful around those who get us into trouble. Well, the next section is the final section of the Hitopadesha, Making Peace. 
I wonder if Chitravarna and Hiranyagarbha will make peace after all. Come back to listen to more of those stories. Until then, goodbye from all of us at For All Our Kids. For All Our Kids.